0: Hello, hello, and welcome to Non-Technical, where I, your host, Alexis Gay, interview influential folks from tech, media, business, and beyond about everything except their resumes. Today on the show, I'm thrilled to say we have Bobby Muharmad, the CEO of Radiant. Though he's done a lot of other super impressive, really interesting things prior to that, which admittedly, I'm not going to ask him that much about. Bobby, thank you so much for being here.
1: It's a pleasure like this. I'm, I'm very happy to be here and excited to riff with you a little.
0: Hell yeah. Are you ready to dive in? <laughs> I am. Let's do it. This episode of Non-Technical is brought to you by Async, the first platform that helps replace unnecessary meetings with voice notes you can read, share, and react to. Async is a voice app that enables you to communicate, wait for it, asynchronously, can we believe? Allowing you to spend your time wisely without sacrificing personal connection. Put more simply, we love a voice note. As I'm sure we all know, one out of five meetings, probably, didn't need to be a meeting. Just one girl's opinion. Don't look the data up. There isn't data. I made it up. Instead of juggling crammed calendars and overflowing email inboxes that make you feel like none of your time is your own, Async offers a convenient and personalized alternative. It's the first of its kind communication tool to replace a meeting, save time, and free up your schedule. Say goodbye to calendar anxiety and hello to work productivity. Be the first to know when Async launches by joining the waitlist now at async.com. That's A-S-Y-N-C.com. Bobby Muhammad started building businesses in the fourth grade and he hasn't stopped since. Growing up in Lincoln, Nebraska, Bobby remembers watching his father launch several small businesses, taking in each success and failure. He still applies the lessons he learned from his father to this day. Bobby served as an executive for technology companies, including Verizon, Rebel and high five before becoming the CEO of Radiant in 2019. Today, Radiant stands as the most innovative, fastest growing, and most funded in-location experiment management platform with more than $50 million in funding as of early 2022. Bobby hosts the Brick and Mortar Reborn podcast and regularly has insights and expertise published on Forbes, Fast Company, Entrepreneur Magazine, Newsweek, and various industry media outlets, Bobby Maharmat. Welcome to (laughs) Non-Technical.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for that intro.
0: Oh, it is my pleasure. You're on my show. (laughs) I want you to have a nice warm welcome. I'm so happy to see you. I'm so glad that we were connected. We were connected by Ryan, who I know is on your team and somebody that I know. I wanted to start with this. Tell me, how did you spend your last day off?
1: My last day off? Wow
0: hmm I know the hard-hitting question right out of the gate. <laughs> no holds barred. Right, yeah. Oh,
1: 100%. 100%. It's actually interesting. I was sitting in a room uh, where my head of people told me, you got to take another day off. So now I got to take another day off to do some fun stuff. But the last day off, spent in Napa, actually, going <gasps> to four different wineries. I love mm. wine, wine tasting, hanging out, yeah. uh, trying all new stuff. Uh, that was about two weeks ago.
0: That sounds like a fabulous day off. I love Napa, love Sonoma. I have a question for you. You said you like wine or you like wine tasting. Are you someone that considers themselves knowledgeable about wine?
1: Definitely not. Me neither. (laughs) I know what I like.
0: (laughs) Right, me too. Yeah. I can go beyond just like red and white. Like, I've got, I've got preferences, you know? I do. But at dinner, are you the person that is entrusted with the order the bottle responsibility?
1: I'm usually not. And I usually, if I am, I'm going to order a bottle of tequila, not wine. Uh, (laughs) 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 I love
0: that pivot. I love the idea that we're at dinner, there's like six, eight of us, whatever. And we're like, let's get a bottle of wine. Bobby, you like, wine can you pick something out and you're like no we're getting tequila
1: (laughs) (laughs) it's always a fun night right (laughs) yeah I was
0: gonna say night takes a hard pivot (laughs) (laughs) have you ever done tequila tasting
1: I have done tequila tasting absolutely I love tequilas I love what they're they're about it's Mm. interesting because most people have a great time with tequila so I usually that's uh, that's my thing of choice if you will spirit of choice
0: Absolutely. I like tequila a lot. Is there one in your knowledge? It sounds like you're someone who has experience. Does one ri- rise above the rest?
1: So my favorite right now is Casa de Gronas. Do you know about it?
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay,
1: good. Yeah, it's my favorite one right now. But I'm coming out with my own tequila here in a few <gasps> months. So oh my I'll share that with you as well when it comes out. Wait, that's
0: <laughs> so exciting. So you did the, I'm, I'm about to sound like such an idiot. I was going to be like, you did the distilling?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the whole process. The whole process. The whole process. I've been working on it for about a year and a half, uh, coming out in a few months. So once it comes out, I'm going to give you a bottle so you can taste it and and compare.
0: Bobby, I would love nothing more. And then I will be the person that pivots the night. My friends will be like, you have dinner, have a bottle of wine. I'll be like, throw this down on the table. Like, guess (laughs) what,
1: folks? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) That's
0: so cool. Okay, that's wonderful. Tell me this. Is there a song that whenever you hear it totally takes you back in time?
1: I love Tupac. Okay. And I'm probably dating myself here.
0: You know, he was a hologram just a few years ago, was he not, <laughs> at Coachella or something?
1: Exactly, exactly. He's, like, <laughs> he's never, he's never going to die. He's, he continues right. on, if you will. But mm-hmm. I love the song Changes by Tupac. It, it hits uh, hits a lot of different things. It's like no matter where you are in life or wherever I've been in life, uh, when I hear it, it brings back good memories from, from the past and also like new memories of what you've created, my favorite song.
0: Does it take you to a physical location when you hear it?
1: It takes me to, to, to my prom, actually. Really? Yeah, where they played it over and over and over again. Great night, and it's one of those memories. I actually don't remember too many things in my past, but mm. that's one night that I do remember, and it was uh, it was a great night. And you know, from that, it's it's interesting because after prom, then a bunch of change that's happened in your life. But, mm-hmm. I mean, it depends where you are in your life, but that was like my totally. critical aha moment where things completely changed for me in life.
0: Wow, the prom was a turning point. It was. That's then very appropriate because the song was Changes, right, by Tupac?
1: It was, yeah. yeah, Oh my God,
0: poetic. That's beautiful. (laughs) If you weren't doing what you do now professionally, what would you be doing?
1: I would definitely be a personal trainer. I love fitness. I love nutrition. I love all aspects of being in the outdoors, sports, et cetera. Uh, So I would definitely be a personal trainer.
0: Okay. So what I'm hearing is that you're somebody who must believe in balance because I'm hearing starting a tequila brand and would be a personal trainer. Yeah, <laughs> so is this yeah. everything in moderation?
1: Everything in moderation. I'm a big balance. You actually got it right. I'm a big balance guy. I'm right in the middle of balance. I always say, you know, work is great, but you also have to balance it with everything else so you don't go crazy, right? And of so you have a lot of interests and, and have fun with them.
0: Absolutely. Do you have a favorite kind of workout?
1: I want to say favorite kind of workout. I love playing football. Um, so that's like my—I'll I'll call it my cardio. <laughs> okay, cool. sure.
0: Football, soccer, football, or or no, American no, football? American football. <laughs> Wow, who do you play American football with?
1: Phil in the in the streets of San Francisco, there's a lot of people who like playing football. <laughs> yeah,
0: just you and the boys in the streets of SF, just throwing the old pigskin.
1: <laughs> there's a lot of pickup games. Yeah, are you serious? That yeah.
0: surprises me. Is it with friends of yours?
1: Some friends, some new friends, uh, and it always changes. There's you know uh, always like one or two new folks joining every game, so it's it's fun. It's really wow, fun.
0: where do you play? Like Golden Gate Park?
1: Golden Gate Park. Uh, there's also a little hidden park called Liberty Park. Um, oh, I
0: don't. Yeah, know. Yeah, but it. all around
1: depends on who's actually organizing that week, if you will.
0: Okay, if you are organizing it, does it run smoothly or is it a mess or somewhere in between?
1: I'm kind of that tackle guy, so it always okay. run, it runs smoothly until we start playing, and then <laughs> and then it goes, you know, goes a little hay- haywire, if you will.
0: <laughs> Did your interest in football start when you were young?
1: I played when I was uh, when I, well, we'll call it young, you know, high school days. My dad went to Kansas State, and we. We, we grew up in Nebraska, so I was a big Chiefs fan from the beginning. And as I okay. went to high school, I wanted to play. I was a QB of the team for a few years.
0: Wow, that's impressive!
1: It was fun, and it was like, you know, for, for me, it was the right position because level of like strategy and being able to kind of figure out how to like bring the team together, etc. Yeah, my mom decided to be CEO two years in that, of
0: the football team. <laughs>
1: there you go, there you go, there you go, right? There I'm you like, go. let
0: me put this into terms I can understand.
1: <laughs> 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 But then, you know, I stopped playing because my mom thought two years in that it was too dangerous for me to play, which was the wrong move. But I wish I would have continued. And now I'm continuing. I'm playing and, you know, I probably shouldn't be at my edge, but I am. It's fun. You
0: know, like you said, it's all about balance.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All about balance and all, always about being you know, spontaneous and different. That's, that's what I believe.
0: Balance and spontaneous and different. I agree. Would you agree that in order to make space to be spontaneous and different, you then also need to balance that with routine?
1: You do. To a certain level. Yeah. To a yes, certain level. Yes. Yeah. You have to block out hours and et cetera. But yeah. I'm the type of guy who will come on on Friday and, and say, let's go to Vegas tonight. Right? Like, I, I like that, that level of, of craziness. And also that balance during the week, stability and security. You have to have a balance of everything, really. Yeah.
0: I can already see that this tequila brand is going to be a fun time <laughs> in your life. <laughs> I'm excited for you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs>
0: what is the tiniest hill that you're willing to die on? So something pretty inconsequential that you would just really go to bat for.
1: This is probably the question that's the hardest for me. You know, I'll, I'll be very, really? very frank. It really is. It really is because I'm, I'm because I'm a balanced guy. Yes. it's like really really hard to go extreme uh, on any side. This is gonna be hard.
0: <laughs> you know what? Let me tell you a secret. Well, at least a little known fact. I really struggle answering this question. Truly. I don't think I have that many tiny hills. Now, granted, I have said that in groups of my friends. I've said, guys (laughs) I don't think I have any tiny hills. And my friends are like, (laughs) are you kidding me?
1: (laughs) So I think
0: perhaps my impression of my own go with the flow nature is maybe not 100% true to reality. But I, too, try not to get so fixated on these tiny things in the sense that I would ever want to impose what I think on other people. Like, I'm never right. You know what I mean? I'm never going to be like, no, I'm right and you're wrong about what is the best type of pen to use? It's obviously Dolly. the Muji 0.5, Um, But that's, you know, for me, I that's for me.
1: <laughs> so do you have I anything it.
0: where it's not that you want to impose it on other people, but it's something like you feel so strongly about for yourself? Maybe something For myself, you have sure. to have every day. Yeah. Okay. Tell me about that.
1: I'm a big believer in no cucumber and sushi. That's, that's okay. a big believer. Whoa. <laughs> and no fruit and salad. And no fruit and salad. Whoa. So, but I won't impose it on other people. I won't impose right. it. Right. <laughs> okay.
0: See, I think this is very reasonable. You're not saying one should not have cucumber and sushi. You're just saying exactly. I do not want it. I have to say, though, cucumber is a very popular sushi element.
1: It is. It is. It's a filler, though. You don't get the true sushi filling. if you have cucumber. It's filler. It's just making it, it's reducing the cost. It
0: is definitely reducing the cost, that's for sure. But it adds a nice crunch. It brings something to the table.
1: Yeah, I don't like crunches and and fish together. Okay,
0: you know what? That's very fair. Are you more of a sushi or a sashimi person?
1: Yeah, it depends on the night. Really? Are you drinking a little? Then, you know, then it's going to be the sushi side. Are you just having a good, 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 nice uh, romantic dinner? It's going to be more sashimi. Okay, yeah,
0: that's fair. That's fair. I like a mix of both typically. Do you like cucumbers outside of sushi?
1: I do. So I love them in bagels with cream cheese. I love them like in in breakfast. You know what I mean? Like if I'm having. Unconventional. Yeah. And I like them in salads, certain salads, not all salads.
0: So it's not the cucumber. It's a situational thing.
1: It is. It is. And I love fruit, but I just don't like fruit and salad. You know what I mean? You're not
0: the first person to say that on this show. (laughs) You're definitely not even, yeah, you're definitely not the first person to say it. And you're not even the first person to say it on my podcast. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So there are people who agree with you. I'm not personally one of them. I love a nice fruit and a salad. I think blueberries can take a salad from drab to fab in 30 seconds flat. But I understand (laughs) and I respect your opinion, right? Like I'm not... Said that you have a different opinion than me. Does that include oranges?
1: That includes oranges. Yeah. Oh, Especially man. oranges. If I get a Chinese chicken salad and there's oranges yeah. or mandarin, yeah, no.
0: That's what I was Definitely picturing. No. Damn. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Here's another cucumber question for you. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever put sliced cucumber on a sandwich?
1: I have. I actually used to work at Togo's and people would request that all the time.
0: Really? What is Togo's?
1: Like Subway. Think about Subway, but like oh, okay, a cool. alternative, Yeah, different company.
0: Is it like a Midwest Subway?
1: Definitely a West coast thing if you will yeah it's big in california Mm -hmm. okay yeah all around but people would ask all the time and i would always cringe it depends on the sandwich right okay but uh, if it's a vegetarian sandwich it works yeah but if it's a meat sandwich no
0: I think it can work on a meat sandwich. I'll tell you why I feel this way. Because some of my coworkers and I, at my very first job in New York, for lunch, we would always go to like the same nice deli around the corner. It's called It was called Sunak Fancy Food. Okay. <laughs> it's still called Sunak Fancy Food on 6th Avenue and like 20-something. And we were getting, I think, potato chips on our sandwiches for like a little crunch. And then yeah. we wanted to make a healthy pivot. And so we replaced that crunch with cucumber. There you go. What okay. do you think about that? There you
1: go. I think that's, that's great that you love it. I don't (laughs) like it still, but.
0: (laughs) I understand. I understand. Okay. This is a great hill. I love this hill. What three words do you think your closest friends and family would use to describe you?
1: I would say passionate. I would say ambitious, and I would say crazy.
0: Ooh! <laughs>
1: Curveball
0: with the third. Do you, would you agree with those three?
1: I would definitely agree with those three, yeah.
0: Has it always yeah. been those three, or has it changed over time?
1: I mean, I think as you mature a little, the ambitious is probably new. Mm. I wasn't always ambitious. Yeah, I think it's it's one of those traits that once you start to get in the career world, you're either super ambitious, not just about your career, but just different things, or yeah. you're not... and. My epiphany was when I was like 22, 23, when I started to really mm. be amb- ambitious about my career and otherwise.
0: Yes. That's great. Okay. And then crazy. That's a curveball. How does that manifest itself? Besides flying to Vegas impromptu (laughs) on a Friday, which I think that doesn't sound crazy to me. That sounds really fun.
1: (laughs) From a balance standpoint, that's one. Like I I believe in spontaneity is one thing, but crazy in the sense of I am very non-conventional CEO, very Mm non-conventional in my life in general, doing different things. Some people may call it crazy, but some people may not. But overall at a very high level, like I'll I'll take three tequila shots at lunch and come to work and, like, nothing happened.
0: <laughs> that's great. And that's when everybody asks you about the budget. They're like, hey, Bobby. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> we were looking exactly, at Q4. Right? I think it looks a little light. <laughs>
1: exactly. Exactly. That's exactly. great. <laughs>
0: it actually reminds me of this quote, which if, if anybody thinks I know where this quote came from, I simply don't. But I believe it was something like, and those who were dancing were thought to be crazy by those who couldn't hear the music.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Right? That resonates for sure. Right? Very cool. <laughs> sure. Yeah, I love that one.
0: <laughs> Have you ever injured yourself in an embarrassing way?
1: Yes. So before I got into career, I was actually a personal trainer for a number oh, of years. I, as I was, you know, kind of early days of personal training, I actually went to show a client how to do chest press. And yeah. as I was doing that, I probably lifted too much weight because I was probably trying to show off. I was trying to show yeah. off. And as I was coming down, I actually, one of the dumbbells fell on my own feet. <gasps> it was a really bad story. After oh, that, no. But it was embarrassing more than anything. You know what I mean? Yes. Very embarrassing. Yes, oh, no.
0: absolutely.
1: Yes. I, st- I stopped training for a while.
0: <laughs> I get it. I lost it a bunch kind of, of clients,
1: you know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, kind
0: of a credibility loss <laughs> slightly. <laughs> oh, totally.
1: Oh, 100%. But you recovered 100%. from it. I did. I did. And then I became the best personal trainer I could become, you know, after that. There you that. go. But wow. Was, what a was happy one of those thing.
0: Mine is somewhat similar, which is that I got a I got a concussion at Cycle.
1: Did you really? Yeah. How'd that happen?
0: I hit my face on the handlebar while I was bending down to tighten my shoe.
1: Oh, wow. Oh, wow.
0: Yep. Right at the beginning of the class. And then I did the entire class. Did you really? Yeah. I didn't know I had a concussion. I thought to myself, wow, that hurt. All right. Time for class.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Wow. You must hit it pretty hard. (laughs) I hit it
0: so hard. This other one I have never mentioned on the podcast. I got a second concussion. (laughs)
1: Because, the same day?
0: No, no. A piece uh, of my camera equipment that I was filming with, a very heavy tripod, fell on my face.
1: Ooh. That's yes.
0: And I got a second that concussion years later. But what am I doing? Like I'm not a sporty athlete over here. I'm getting injured <laughs> at Soul Cycle and from a camera tripod. <laughs> Somebody sent help. This is not this should not be happening to a person.
1: <laughs> it's a good story though.
0: <laughs> oh, thank God. Good. I'm glad I am glad that it has that value at the very least. I'm it's very very glad. unique.
1: <laughs> <laughs> if
0: nothing else, Bobby, I've got that as my exactly. claim to fame. <laughs> Um, Do you have a favorite joke?
1: You know, my jokes are probably not appropriate.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I understand. I understand.
1: So I would say, I mean, I have a lot of jokes, but yeah, probably not appropriate for what I would want to say here. (laughs) I
0: get that. I respect that. I get that. And I understand. As someone whose mom listens to the podcast, I understand.
1: (laughs) Exactly. There you go. There you go.
0: (laughs) Okay. Two-part question for you. First question is, who would play you in a movie about your life? And the second question is, what chapter of your life would make the most compelling movie plot?
1: Wow. Those are good questions.
0: Oh, thank you. Who would
1: play me? Who would yeah. play me? Probably, if I could pick, would probably be Al Pacino.
0: Yeah, hell yeah.
1: And he's also looking bald like me now. It works. It's Al Pacino.
0: <laughs> save, save money on hair and makeup. That's what I like. Exactly. Always looking exactly. at the P&L, Bobby. We love exactly. to see exactly. it.
1: Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. The second part of your question was, you know, what What would you play? Like what, what chapter of, of life? your
0: life, yeah, would make the most compelling movie plot?
1: I'd probably actually say right now, last decade, and I'm probably living my best life right now. Wow! It's very crazy, crazy life, so yeah. I'd say probably right now.
0: Wow, I'm so happy to hear that. I love when that's yeah. people's answer. Yeah. Um, okay, so Al Pacino is going to star in a movie about your life right now. Do you think he's going to be up for playing football in the park?
1: Probably not as much anymore, Does right? Does need a stunt double? <laughs> Probably. I think so. I think
0: we're going to need a Pacino. you got to find someone younger. Double. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's going to be a great movie. I would love to see Al Pacino in San Francisco. I can't yeah. picture him anywhere outside of New York. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, I always tell everyone I'm, I'm a New Yorker in San Francisco. I'm blunt to the point where, you know, San Franciscans are typically very fluffy. I can relate to that. Uh, that's why probably yeah. I probably like him.
0: <laughs> oh, perfect. Then he's going to do great. By the way, I was also a New Yorker in San Francisco, and I also relate to that feeling yeah. of, wow, I am different than the other people who are here.
1: <laughs> oh, 100%. 100%. 100%. Especially the bluntness. When Once you do that a I couple know. times here, you learn you probably don't belong here.
0: <laughs> oh, I know. Or for me, I would make jokes that were, I thought, funny, you know, maybe about like more personal stuff or like more off-color stuff, and people would yeah. look horrified and I was like oh no, no no, I'm I'm joking I'm I'm fine I'm fine and they'd be yeah. like
1: oh
0: <laughs> I like, oh my god never again take me back to New York
1: <laughs> exactly that's why I didn't give you a favorite joke that's I what exactly it. what happened
0: <laughs> okay but now you know that you're talking to New Yorkers so no, I
1: know. Be okay. exactly. we'll do it
0: when we meet up to try your tequila next time you're in the city we will all jokes the 100%. jokes
1: yes 100%. Okay, <laughs>
0: do you use emojis
1: I do I do
0: what's your I most <laughs> used emoji
1: so I, I have one that actually I created myself, a, haban- a habanero one uh, that really? I use a lot. And then also the boggle eyes. You know, I love the boggle eyes because it, okay. can, go, it can go a bunch of different ways and people don't typically know which way it's going <laughs> when they send something. So it's like fun. Just fun for me.
0: Well, is boggle eyes, is that, those are just the eyes or is it an emote is it a face with eyes?
1: It's a face, yeah, with the big eyes. Yeah. Okay. The open eyes that are really big.
0: Do you know what? I'm trying to picture which one that is. Is that flushed? Do you type them in Slack or you text them?
1: No, I text them. All right. I'll have to look yeah, that one that up.
0: <laughs> I know them because in Slack, it's faster if you just type the name of the employee. Oh, if you type
1: the name? Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Fun fact. I learned you.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. Wow. Driving efficiency here on the non-technical podcast. What can I say? (laughs) Mission accomplished. I can pack it up. (laughs) This is a question that I don't think I've ever asked anyone before. What is your most old-fashioned habit?
1: Some people still do this, but a lot of people I, I witnessed do not anymore, but I wait till everyone's at the table before I start eating. Sounds very normal, but like to a lot of people I'm uh, I'm meeting nowadays, new generations, not the case. I still open up a door for folks, mm-hmm. which I get super irritated when someone doesn't at least say thank you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Those are probably the two traits I would say.
0: I love it. They're very, they're uh, like very refined sensibility traits. I agree on the eating. I can't possibly eat before everybody's at the table. It stresses yeah. me out.
1: Oh, totally! It's a big argument in my family because when uh, my my dad's older, uh, a couple of older uncles, they come and then when they're hungry, they just start eating. I'm like, you oh got to God. wait for everybody. That what would do you me mean? Crazy. You should be teaching me, not me teaching you.
0: <laughs> and I'm the same way at restaurants too. Like if the food comes yeah. out, I'm like, no, everyone needs. 100. I can't do 100%. it. It like it drives me crazy. Or
1: when you have three cocktails that have hit the table and the rest haven't, and people start cheersing. the three people start cheering. No, like, that's come ridiculous. On. You like two minutes. Yes. Yeah, exactly. I completely
0: agree. <laughs> What's happening in the world that people can't wait to cheers? I mean, come on, exactly. we need a full boat. We need full boat exactly. to cheers.
1: That's why you go out with people, right? You want to enjoy time together. So yeah. I
0: can't believe yes. Oh my gosh. I can't imagine three people cheersing. I, I don't I e- I can't even I don't even want to think about it. Can't even believe. <laughs> <laughs> okay. How about this? Do you have any truly useless talents?
1: I've dealt with a lot of raccoons in a lot of yards <laughs> over the years, so I can whistle to the point where I scare, scare off raccoons. Totally useless, okay. but it's useful when there's raccoons in your yard that eat up your grass and you know, yeah. drive you crazy in that sense, so completely useless, but it has come in handy in my life.
0: Okay, wow. Where were these raccoons?
1: Usually in the, in the backyard. I don't know. This is a fun fact about raccoons, but raccoons, if they like your, your backyard, I don't know why I know this, but I know this. If they like moist types of lawns okay. uh, with worms inside. But the point here is if they like your backyard, the raccoons can connect that to your front yard, which most animals cannot, but they can. So they know, let me go, once I'm done with the backyard, let me go to the front yard. So they oh. know to go screw up both yard, both front and back. Oh,
0: my God. <laughs> Which is
1: crazy. Which is crazy. I learned a lot of probably useless facts about raccoons over the years.
0: Is this in San Francisco or was this growing up?
1: This is all over the place. Yeah, it happened actually in Nebraska. It happened in Cupertino, yes. Palo Alto yeah. area. It's been all around. The raccoons can connect the front to the back. They,
0: I feel like they're following you. Have you considered that? Because <laughs> most people I know don't have that many issues with raccoons.
1: <laughs> you know the the crazy part is? I was told by a person that took a raccoon a little bit far away, they can travel back up to 50 miles. So they know, even if you take them 50 miles away, they can travel back because they know that general vicinity and yard that they've been in. It's crazy.
0: So maybe they followed you from Nebraska.
1: Maybe they did. Maybe they did.
0: (laughs) I'm just saying, what are you doing outside that these raccoons are so obsessed with you?
1: (laughs) I just think I run a good good lawn, you know what I mean? He run Somebody... a good
0: lawn. Hey, look, he runs a good lawn, folks. Okay, we can't hold it against him. <laughs> a raccoon one time almost came into my house. Really? Yes. I lived on the third wow. floor in an old apartment building third in floor. Hayes Valley wow. in San Francisco. Right. Okay. But there was a fire escape. And one day I couldn't get... My window closed. It was hot during the day. I had my window wide open and then it was chilly at night because it's San Francisco and it was yeah. too stuck up there. I couldn't get it closed. I thought, "Okay, I'll I'll try again later." I go back to try again and I look down on the fire escape and about 12 inches from my window is a baby raccoon staring up at me. <laughs> like a foot from just hopping oh, wow. right into my bedroom and I was like oh no oh no I don't know what to do because also it was not yet nighttime. I'm like is this right. a rabid raccoon is it going to come into my bedroom I and I cannot get the window closed because I wasn't strong enough to do it and I was like okay 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 this is fine so I FaceTimed my friend I was like hi there's a raccoon he was like okay go get your neighbor I know that he's like been in my apartment before he's like go get your neighbor I know there's a guy that lives on your floor or see if he'll close the window for you. And I was like, what if What if I leave and the raccoon comes into my apartment? Yeah. He was like, all right, I'll stay on FaceTime. So literally we put <laughs> him on FaceTime watching the window, keeping raccoon watch. And then I went and found my neighbor and I was like, hello, I have a slight problem. And then I, the neighbor opens the door to his apartment. I'm trying to awkwardly explain the situation. His cat, Runs out into the hallway. It's oh, <laughs> just like, okay. oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. It was a very tense few minutes. And then also, he came into my house and closed the window like it was no problem. So I looked so <laughs> stupid. And I was like, oh, sorry, there was a raccoon. And he was just like, whatever. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> it was crazy. I couldn't believe it. And then the raccoon just like slept outside my window all night. And I was That's like, <laughs>
1: you know, raccoons also hate coffee beans. So if you put coffee beans there, they're not going to come through. Yeah. <gasps> So you could have also done that if you didn't want to be embarrassed. <laughs>
0: I wish I had known that. Wow. Well, next time. Well, now, next time. you know what? I think there will be a next time now that the raccoons are going to know that you and I have an association.
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> They're going to follow you now.
0: If they can get up here to my apartment, I'll be very impressed. What a, When you say you learned how to do a raccoon whistle, like, is there a specific whistle that only they can hear or it's just a loud whistle?
1: No, it's a pitch. I've bought a lot of these raccoon tools over the years, too you buy these little things that make a noise to scare off okay. raccoons but over time the raccoon gets to know that noise oh my god so it keeps coming back so you have to get to that same pitch level to be able to scare it away and humans are not going to always be exact so you're always gonna be a little different so the human pitch works way better than the little wow. tool or the machine if you will you probably learned too much about useless information <laughs> <laughs>
0: thrilled. I feel prepared. I'm ready. Come on back. Come at me. You're ready. (laughs) Wow. If you were kidnapped and you had to secretly communicate to your friends and family to let them know you needed help, what would you say?
1: I would have to say something non-conventional so they'd know I need help. But what would that non-conventional be?
0: It can't be like help. I've been kidnapped, you know, because the kidnappers can hear you in this scenario or they can see your written transmissions.
1: I'd probably t- start talking about things I don't like because they know me okay. well enough to know the things I don't like. And they think I'm either gone crazy. Sure. Or you'd be like, There's can something I have wrong. a
0: California roll? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Extra cucumber. Extra cucumber.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Exactly. Something like that. <laughs>
0: it's funny that they would know. Most of your friends are familiar with your cucumber sushi aversion.
1: 100%. 100%. Mm. My favorite food is sushi. So, you know, if, if they're oh, my okay. friend, they've so been this out has with come me. Up. Yeah. yeah. Yes. 100%.
0: Is there any fad that you have participated in? Could be like fashion, workout, anything that now looking back makes you a little cringy.
1: Absolutely, baggy pants. I used to do the Ooh, whole baggy pants thing. How baggy? Very baggy, down. You can see my boxers. Probably not a good look.
0: <laughs> <laughs> when was that?
1: Oh, this this was definitely high school, early early uh, college years.
0: This was before you heard Two Pocket Prom, and yes. then everything yes. turned around.
1: Everything changed for me. Everything changed. <laughs> you went
0: right to the tailor. You said no 100%. more. No more 100%. of this. Give me a belt. Give me some khakis.
1: <laughs> and you know, I'll, I'll tell you the one fad I never subscribed to, but it was always like, "Why are people doing this?" Is bell bottoms. I don't know why people wear bell bottoms. I just it doesn't. It's not a good look. You know. <laughs> Did you know that they're
0: coming back at least for women?
1: They probably are. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's always the case, right? The things that come yes. back every ten years or whatever.
0: It's really cyclical because when I was growing up, it was a fad as well. For us as kids to wear bell bottoms and then they're back now. I don't need it. I did it once. I think I'm fine.
1: No, I think both men and women just don't look good in bell bottoms. I don't know. It's my personal opinion.
0: I think that's a totally reasonable personal opinion, (laughs) personally. (laughs) Do you have something that you think is so incredible, but other people are like, why do you wear that?
1: I have this Supreme sweatshirt that everyone around me always ridicules, but I, (laughs) I love it. I love it. It's like why do
0: they ridicule you?
1: It's probably a little bit of more of a crazier design that I should probably be wearing. (laughs) But it's so comfy and I love it. I've had it for eight, nine years. It's just very comfy. I feel good in it. Yeah. If I'm going to have comfort food, it's going to be my comfy sweater. I think I
0: support that 100%. (laughs) I think it goes back to what you were saying, though, moderation. So maybe you could pair that crazy sweatshirt with just a nice pair of fitted beige pants.
1: Just moderation. Very very standard.
0: Fun on on top, (laughs) business on the bottom. (laughs)
1: That's balance. (laughs) That's balance. Yeah, 100% balance.
0: (laughs) That's great. What is your most irrational fear?
1: Hair on anything. If I see even hair like even my own hair on my computer keyboard it drives me crazy it makes me get grossed out yeah hair 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 in general
0: just generally hair that's tough I feel like that must come up you must have to see hair on things
1: I I stand on a lot of keyboards which actually drives me crazy I almost want to go clean the keyboard but like whatever I'm not going to touch other people's stuff right but you could
0: get one of those air blowers though
1: I could secretly do it yeah
0: you're the CEO (laughs) get a couple air blowers in there are you kidding me that's just maintenance
1: (laughs) (laughs) Or like if you're having a really good meal and then you look and you know, there's, and I know this is probably gross, but there's a hair even on the table, not on yeah. the food, but on the table, like yeah. I can't eat the meal anymore. I'm, it's over.
0: <gasps> really? Yeah. Even if it is gonna your hair. I'm going to go over to Panda
1: Express. Yep, <laughs> even if it's my hair. Yep. Wow.
0: Um, you would not like being in my apartment. <laughs> Just to be honest. would you have a dog or anything? Do you have a dog that sheds? I do not have like a that? dog. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Would that bother you? No,
1: not dog hair. Like some more human hair. But
0: dog hair is so much dirtier, I'm assuming. I know. I know. They lay down on the ground. I very rarely lay down on the ground. (laughs) (laughs)
1: It's probably a good thing.
0: Yes.
1: (laughs) I'm with you. It's it's human hair. I don't know why it is either, but I can't get it out of my head.
0: But that's why it's an irrational fear. I totally, everybody has them. I totally get it. I totally get it. I'll wear a tight pony when we hang out. Okay. It'll be just very contained. (laughs) No margin for error. (laughs) <laughs> do you believe in ghosts
1: I actually do believe in ghosts really and I say that to people when they go you know well the people that are actually around me they they say why do you believe in ghosts but I don't know if you heard this, but recently there's a restaurant in San Francisco that is noted as being kind of haunted and has ghosts in it. Really? I'm very curious to go check it out and see if it's like how real it is, if you will. But I do yes. believe in ghosts. I, I feel do you like know the name of that restaurant? I did.
0: I'm going to look it up. I want to go. Look it
1: up. If you put haunted, like haunted. by ghost restaurant, okay. yeah, it'll it'll come up. Yeah. Um, <laughs>
0: haunted restaurant, San Francisco.
1: <laughs> San Francisco. That's it. That's it. Uh, but I do believe, I actually feel like almost like uh, in a couple of different places that I've lived in. I'd say at nighttime, I feel like there's a different family living there, mm. candidly. Like, things things change direction, like, wow. uh, you know, like, things in the kitchen change a little. Like, so I, I'm a big believer.
0: So stuff you would, you could notice, like, things are in different that places. You notice,
1: or even sounds that you hear. Yeah. I know everyone hears that sound when they're in house, but, like, actual things like moving and falling, etc. So I'm, With yeah, no moving.
0: explanation.
1: No explanation, yeah.
0: Have you ever considered having a paranormal investigator come to the house? <laughs>
1: They'll probably think I'm crazy. I'll probably be in some sort of mental hospital. The paranormal
0: investigators are going to think you're crazy? Bobby, I do not think you have hung out with many paranormal investigators. I haven't. I haven't. I think they'd be very interested. I think they'd believe you. Yes. I'm
1: going to have to give it a try now. Because
0: they have wands and stuff that can detect paranormal activity. You know, on the little meters? Okay, honestly, full disclosure, a lot of my knowledge from this comes from, I think, a show that was on MTV when I was a teenager, where they would (laughs) go into abandoned, like, mental institutions or other places where they thought there was, like, high levels of, like, ghost activity, and they would stay overnight there, and they would measure all the ghosts vibes somehow it was terrifying but they could come to your house and do that
1: i definitely have to give it a try now i have to check this out i kind of
0: think you should i would be scared though would you be scared
1: i'd move out after yeah Yeah. for sure i'd find a new place
0: (laughs) (laughs) you're like yeah yeah no i'd move yeah i'd move
1: i don't want to live with other ghosts
0: (laughs) i get that i get that wow okay fascinating have you ever seen a ghost
1: it's all in your own head right but like i believe i have whether it's been true or not, I don't know. It's also been the nights that I've been drinking too much tequila, so maybe it's, uh, <laughs> I don't know, the two have to do with each other. Yeah, but... <laughs> tequila ghost.
0: You know, we've all seen a tequila it ghost or two. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Bobby, we're going to take a quick break, and then we'll be right back. This episode of Non-Technical is still brought to you by Async, the first platform that helps replace unnecessary meetings with voice notes you can read, share, and react to. Async messages are voice messages that can be read because they come with a full transcript. So you don't have to listen to a message if it's too long or covers too many topics, or you're already listening to your favorite podcast. Non-technical. You can also add timestamped and threaded reactions via emoji, voice, or text. Search inside Async's for important notes and share Async's with a person or group thanks to unique URLs. So next time you wanna establish an authentic connection with someone to exchange feedback or brainstorm ideas, or you just wanna make sure you nail the tone without spending 30 minutes evaluating your punctuation usage, try Async. 95% of what you say is how you say it. So say what you really mean on your time with Async. Say goodbye to calendar anxiety and hello to work productivity. Be the first to know when Async launches by joining the waitlist now at async.com. That's A-S-Y-N-C dot com. And we're back with Bobby Maharmad, the CEO of Radiant. Bobby, we have arrived at a very exciting moment in this episode of Non-Technical. We've arrived at the lightning round. Are you ready?
1: Ooh, okay, that's good. What happens to the lightning round?
0: I ask shorter questions and I go no faster than
1: before. (laughs) Okay, cool.
0: Coffee or tea? Coffee. How do you take it?
1: Just with cream.
0: Just cream. How much, like a lot of cream cream. or like a little?
1: No, it's a little bit. A little to change of color. Are we bit, talking you know? cream,
0: like cream, like heavy cream or half and half or milk? Half and half. I respect that so much. When people tell me they put half and half in their coffee, I'm like, I respect you.
1: I mean, you don't put the 2% stuff. I mean, it doesn't taste the no, same. No, scent you know? it. Are you kidding? <laughs> I
0: think if you're going to go with like a dairy option, half and half is the
1: move. Exactly. Exactly. And less sugar. And has less sugar. Absolutely. <laughs> More yes. fat, less sugar.
0: More but, you know, balance. Balance.
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: Do you have a favorite board game?
1: Favorite board game? I really like Monopoly, but it's like, you know, because I love building stuff. So it's like kind of like.
0: I also love Monopoly.
1: Uno is also fun if you're playing with a group of friends and drinking sure. at the same time.
0: Yeah, you know? that does sound fun. I bet you could make that a, a drinking game somehow. <laughs>
1: you could. Oh, 100%. You can make any game drinking game. It's like take two,
0: <laughs> dot, 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 shots of tequila. Exactly.
1: Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You got it.
0: Is there a TV character you really relate
1: to? TV character that I really relate to. One that I really like is uh, you know Joey on Friends. But yeah. can I relate to him? Like 100% no. But like I can relate to like the things that he does and I have fun with him.
0: Okay. That makes a lot of sense. When you make the bed, do you use a top sheet or no top sheet?
1: Definitely top sheet.
0: Definitely top sheet. Love it. I yeah. mean, there's no technically right answer, but like there is a right answer <laughs> Have you ever read a book twice?
1: I have never read a book twice. Ever? Yeah, ever. I've listened to a book Woo. after I've read it. Sure. With an audio book, but not not read it actually.
0: What is a book that you went back and listened to?
1: Good to great. I mean it's gonna be nerdy. Nerdy businessy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a good book. Yeah, it's a good book.
0: Do you have a pump up song?
1: Right now? I don't know yes. if this is appropriate, but I love Big Energy by Lotto. I don't that's know if a you've great heard song.
0: it. Yeah. <laughs> this is my final question for you, which is deeply sad. What would you title your memoir?
1: Be Money? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the Chronicles of Be Money. I don't know. <laughs>
0: be Money.
1: I've listened to too much rap.
0: Is that a directive? Like you should be money. Like be money, or is it like your nickname? No, that's
1: good. Be money. That's, that was my nickname. That was my nickname. This is
0: perfect then.
1: I like what you did with it though. Yeah. It yeah. Good.
0: <laughs> be money. I'm using it as an adjective. Assuming that money could be an adjective, which let's say exactly. we can. Be money. Can we can yeah. This is fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> this is a great title. We've accomplished so much. <laughs>
1: so much i know i learned so much about myself this <laughs> <was> is great, <laughs> great. wow
0: b money thank you so much where can people find more about you on the internet
1: you can google me definitely i, I do a lot of writing so if you just go to my website bobbymarhamet.com you learn a lot about me more about me
0: and you can find me at yay alexis gay on instagram on twitter on tiktok or at non-technical pod in all three of those places as well bobby Be money this has been so fun. (laughs) Thank you so much for joining me. Likewise.
1: Thank you. Absolutely. Thanks for doing this.
0: Hell yeah. All right. Have a fabulous day and I'll talk to you soon.
1: Absolutely. See you soon.
0: Bye.